how much horseshit is in humans? We're really jumping into this the first thing, aren't we? Yes, we yeah. are. Right. Well, fuck. I'm, I'm so <laughs> sad. I, I had such high hopes for Inhumans, because to be honest, and I know this is a controversial opinion here, but I actually like the Inhumans more than I like mutants and the X-Men. I know well, that's of course you're going to like Inhumans more than you like mutants, because Marvel has stopped writing anything about the mutants no, even, for the even, last, like, four years, because even, they can't get the rights back from fuck! Even, no, from, even from back then, though. Even no, back, no, 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 no. Even it, to go even more with that thought, look at it. They're turning mutants, the ones that are left anyways, into cosmic characters anyways. Phoenix Force. Okay? They're writing more Or they're towards... killing them off the entirety of the arc of uh, House of M. But, right. you know, whatever. That was the beginning of the end because the fact that Fox pretty much owns the right still to the word mutants and X-Men in general. So Marvel's just like, shit. But we need to figure out a way to get around this. But it doesn't explain why, like, the writing for these first couple episodes for Inhumans... Was was not really up to par. I mean, I don't care. You want to give a show a little bit of time to get into it, and there were some parts that were decent within humans, but overall, it wasn't good. Okay, these first three episodes are a rough start. I will give it that, but I do have hopes going into the future episodes because I think they are going to try to hint at Maximus having powers. I do think which they to... need to because if they don't, I will go absolutely apeshit. And I, 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 I well, know it does take something away from the character. It, it, it does, really does, but I, I think the fact that everybody just thinks of him as a human which may, gives him such a good like which, a disguise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is similar to the comics, um, but. Again, it's like that still kind of just irked me a little bit, and I'm just really hoping that's going to be that would be a great plot twist for people who are not familiar yeah. with Inhumans, or even people who do know Inhumans. It would just be a great way to kind of now, throw that in near the end of the my, season. My my big complaints right now with the show are they have in the first episode neutered one of their one of the characters that they could have done a lot with. And you're not talking about Lockjaw, and I'm not talking about Lockjaw. I love Lockjaw. I love the way that he looks. He's such show. a good puppy. They, again, they, he, they are, the third episode he is fucking adorable. Well, I'm just me. saying though, they did. They spent the entire fucking visual effects budget oh, on Lockjaw and first episode Medusa's hair. <laughs> so they okay? lost it off, and then they ah! out with the neutering. Let's give this bitch a haircut. <laughs> That was, right. that was dumb. That was dumb. That was dumb. There's, there's so many things. But I, I think, just, I think they're trying. <sighs> I think they're trying to build a, a, an emotional arc for a character that, in the comics, never has an emotional arc because Medusa is just kind of like subtly manipulative and also really mean to everybody so else. Is, is, she, she's going off a man like fuck you to her husband. Yeah, and a badass though. No, she is a badass, and that's one of the issues that I have. Like they, they neutered her in the badass respect because of the essentially the loss of her power. They, they kind of kept a little bit in it with, with that awesome moment. And yeah, there will be some spoilers, so you know, be careful. The, when she had the, the the knife and she started shanking away, that was like yes. Now my thing is, is this that they're they're introducing a whole bunch of characters that one aren't actually in humans, like. Um, the the bad guy that's essentially Cyclops, but it's his whole face. Um, um, Mortis. Yeah. Mortis is an X-Men villain, and it's a female X-Men villain at that. And she's not even that popular, so it's kind of weird that they would They're do... just kind of just throwing things all around. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're just they're... stealing the name because it sounds cool. And at least, like, with it, with the, at least for the first few episodes, it does kind of stick loosely to the comics. I mean, they touch on some major points. I honestly think that what it's suffering from is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. syndrome. 
the first season of Agents of Shield was very slow going. It was not very. It was well very campy though. Like that was the thing. Agents of Shield at least fell back on the fact that it was campy. It was kind of fun. It was an adventure show that was the, set in the Marvel universe and was actually like built to incorporate into the Mar in MCU. Yeah. The issue with Inhumans is it's a drama. Based in the Marvel Universe, but not attached to the MCU up to this point. No, what I meant was, in terms of quality, I think that... And I'm hoping this, because again, as being a Humans fan, I want this to be the case. That when we get to the second season, which we know Marvel does not put up with failure. They, they'll just push through anyways. They double down. <sighs> is we'll more likely still, even if this is completely awful, see second season. Hopefully it will be better. The one thing I will say is because the showrunner is the same showrunner from Iron Fist. And Iron Fist didn't exactly do very well. And then, and humans isn't being very well received. We're probably not going to see this guy doing anything else for Marvel ever <laughs> again. Mean, but I'm sorry, I think it's not being well received because of the fact that there's there's definitely some major flaws in this show. Oh, there is. Okay, sure. aside from I, I, you I, look at the visual effects, you look at okay, like you said, we 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 like Lockjaw and how he teleports and gets around and shit like that. Medusa's hair was pretty cool until you actually see just the wig part, and then that's kind of fucking garbage. <laughs> but the city. Adelon looks shit until you actually get inside the set. Everything that is uh, computer generated for that city looks very bland, really bland, really garbage. They didn't spend it's, it's any great fucking walls. Yeah, and it's, even then, but Adelon had great walls in, in the comics, but the architecture was just gorgeous. Versus this is a lot of squared this, off. This is very blocky, flat. Yeah, this nonsense. is very flat. That's my problem. Is the fact that the CG for the city itself very flat. When they got into the actual like signature scenes where you have someone in a spot and they can build a set, the sets looked good. The CG for the city overall I, looked I, cool. I think it was a great idea for them to choose to film location and do Hawaii because, one, Hawaii is freaking beautiful, and all the outdoor sets look fantastic. Well, because you go out into a jungle and say, let's fucking film it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like, really, that's what it was. Yeah. It was a film location, boom, let's go there and, and blow some shit up. Like, that's what it was. Yeah. So, I mean, some of my issues were And it. just like the French, we like to blow up our islands. Of course. Oh, God. <laughs> but some, some of the things that bothered me, I, like I said, uh, the soundtrack, uh, it was, they, to me, it felt like they were trying to pull a Defiance. But with Defiance, for anybody who's familiar with that TV series, uh, when they would use covers, it, it really added to the scene. It really yeah. gave it something more as to where... The use of like painted black and the Medusa kind of fight scene to me it took away from it. Kind oh, of, okay. It, it, now, now you're going into the, the the soundtrack. And to be honest, the soundtrack isn't horrible. It just does it's not a, good either. Yeah. It it it's trying to go along that whole like Ghost in the Shell route where they're just taking these songs that were were popular, you know. And, and, and he, remixing them and giving them a techno vibe, or they needed a consultation from the people who did the soundtracks for all the Netflix Marvel series, okay? Because those series had great soundtracks, but it do. And I know that they weren't really remixing anything, but well, a lot of a lot of the the Marvel Netflix series that was um, I forget the guy's name, but um, he's done a lot of other stuff prior to this. As far as I'm, they, they needed to consult that guy then. Well, I mean, that even aside, like, I, I, one, you know, we, we've been we're shitting on the show so far, but I think we need to point out maybe some good points before we go back to Crystal. shitting on it. Yes, we know. Crystal's hot. Crystal's hot. She's terrible acting. I'm sorry. The few parts that she even had, they really, maybe they didn't get the showcase a lot, and she has those, and go you know, there, come back. But, 
great to look at. Now, <laughs> to that point, even though the acting may have not been great in some respects, I do think that they pretty much nailed the characters as far as personalities and the way that they act. I, I, I have a little bit to chew on with that because, uh, okay, we when we said the whole thing about Medusa, Medusa is coming off a little bit more, like, yes, she's always been family-oriented in the comics, but she's also been really, like... A bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I we haven't gotten to see her really go into a character arc at all in the show. She's just kind of been very flat. They had sex in the first, like, five seconds of the, the first episode, and that's... Jessica Jones! They, they, they were just trying to pull that out, just to try and yeah. sex sells. Um, and I wouldn't <clears throat> even go that route. Um, no, sex sells. <laughs> that, this is the only reason why they did that. There's no other, what, what other reason would they have for that scene, other than to also showcase the CGI of her hair? Yeah, That was exactly it. It was just the But they could have done that without having sex. I'm yeah, they were going to cut her hair off in the first Whoa. episode. Exactly, they yeah. They, they cut her hair off, and they really wanted to showcase the bondage potential. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, the, the also, there's the issue with Karnak. Like, okay, his power isn't his power isn't perfect. I'm going to argue with you about the whole him falling down the cliff. No, thing. I haven't even gotten to that point yet. So, as a matter of fact, that's what I'm going to go ahead and bring up. No, I thought it was absolutely BS that we have Karnak... Who his whole thing is, I can see the flaw in everything and exploit it. And the funny thing is, that was what really bothered me too, is there's certain things that, ter- terrible things that I was able to predict happening before they actually happened. And that's what, like, really ticked me off. Like, Kardec with the whole thing of being able to exploit weaknesses and stuff like that. How did he not see the weakness in the earth that he was about to step on that snapped out from under him, causing him to fall, when we already saw him use it in the fight against the other random guys that kind of showed up. They're like, oh, you have a choice. And he's like, you're damn right I do. The, the royal and we guard. saw the, yeah, when he was well, fighting off against them, we saw this cool breakdown to where he's just like, you saw the fight happen, but then that wasn't actually a fight. You, they pull away and you see, which they don't really do in the comics, and I can appreciate that. We actually get to see him mentally break down the scenario and how he can best exploit that situation. Right. There, there are There are some explanations to why Karnak would not have done well going down that cliff. One, anybody who teleports with Lockjaw usually suffers from a momentary, like... Lapse in... That's just, like, equilibrium loss, and that's something that happens to even Karnak. It happens in the comics. He... He almost drowns going with Lockjaw once. Yeah, but he should at least still be able to be like, okay, maybe this isn't the best step. Let me go ahead and try and plan something out, that, like the best case scenario. Okay, you want to go with the whole flaw in the earth. He couldn't tell which way was up in water. <laughs> like, he, he's had issues before. His powers are not perfect. Uh, no, they're not perfect. They're not However, perfect, it's like, that was like something I immediately called him. Like, he's going to scale down this cliff, and... Uh, cause I was watching because buddy, obvious Mikey, shit like, is gonna, obvious, And he's going to fall. And then it happened. Like, oh! And also the thing that kind of uh, I mentioned too is I'm like, all right, well I hope they do not overuse this power. And sure as shit, we turn around, we see amusement le- okay. left and right. I, I like, think it's in, in two episodes, in two episodes we see it three times. That's still Le- legitimately two more two times episode- too many. And in this in this last episode, in the third episode, you only see him use it once, and it's very briefly, and it doesn't work again because he's got the head injury. Um... Yeah, well, at least they they have that to to some extent as a and at least they went through and they did the time lapse thing again, where he kind of foresees what he thinks he's gonna do, and then he plays back and then tries to do it and kicks the table the wrong way. I mean, I, I think that's one thing that I also enjoyed in the show. If we're trying not to completely just shit on the episode, is 
just showcasing just once i'll agree with you like not overdoing it but showcasing it at least the first time where you see that actual aspect of how his power works you know you're seeing how he calculates out everything what's the probability of him doing this specific move to this person at this timing and everything like that to see the outcome that 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 looked really cool and then when it finally goes back into play um but i was actually hoping for the whole thing to where he you you see the fight scene a couple different times, like he playing it out, or even once or twice. You see the first few and then failures. He goes, he goes, not worth it. All right, take me. Like <laughs> I kind of wanted that to happen because at least that would have been a little bit more humorous, and then he could have gotten out either way with lockjaw. Well, the, as far as humor is concerned, in regards to his, his abilities, I thought it was great. Like when he we speak into the handmaiden, he's like. You know, you, you're beautiful, you have gorgeous eyes. And then he goes like, but then the, the second day, I get tired of you. That was, <laughs> that was like, it just kind of shows <laughs> you just how, how aside, aside much from, of an ass he can be. Yeah, yeah. Well, aside from kind of, kind of being a dick in that which one scene. It, which is how he is. Well, no, that, it no, that's is, that is true. But the the issue is is that I think the, the show lacks a lot of humor, and that's one of the issues that I've had with it. Like I was saying about S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. was one of those shows that it was an adventure show, and it had a lot of humor because it was built that way. And I'm, Humans is building as a drama, and it just doesn't feel right. I'm waiting for the sign language community to come out and say that he's not actually signing some cre- like regular shit. He's actually signing like this whole thing. It's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it, it would be hilarious for those type of like from internal to, to be fair, I don't think he I don't think he's using what we what would be no, he's, American sign language. No, he's no, using no. Adelan sign language. Which... Well actually from what from what I've heard and I could be mistaken, you go ahead and say so in the comments. That uh, a lot of what he use, he's using is uh, forms of an actual. Well, sign he's, it's he, not. It's not just. BS I, what, I think it's, no, 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 no. It's yeah. something like adaptive sign language. It's it's interpersonal sign yeah, language, yeah, something right, like right. that. It like I I, I the, the thing he did in this last episode where he does the heart tap. And, yeah. yeah. And, I caught what he was trying to say before he like before the other and guy even chimed in. I think that's a nice form of inclusion too because I we we know that he usually speaks at least through his you know. Through the royal family. Through Medusa. Through, well, no, he also uses telepathy to people that are extremely close to him. Uh, I think it's probably better, because at first I, I kind of bothered me, I'm like, we, I would wish that he would at least have speaking parts in that regard to where he can tell that he's using telepathy with Medusa or something other. I would like to know what this but, actor's voice sounds like. But, <laughs> I, but the sign language, I appreciated the sign language. I think that's also uh, great how they went about doing that instead. It, it's been working so far. Yeah. Um, Gorgon! To me, he's the standout character. I love him. Even though we don't really see much of him, he doesn't really get his chance to really shine all that much. The parts where we do see him, I think he's just great. Well, I, I think this is going to be one of those shows where to for it actually to be good, it's not going to be about Medusa or Black Bolt. I think this is going to be a story more about, like, Karnak. <laughs> yeah, Karnak, Karnak, Maximus, and, like, Gorgon. I think those are going to be... Because uh, to me... Those were probably like the three best characters, even though obviously well, we talked about. It's really Karnak's power here, a Here's bit the exploited. thing, and this is one of the reasons why I was really hoping that they would just stick with the movie idea because it's going to be so hard to build any part of a series around a character that cannot freaking speak, and his power is literally just destructive force. Well, no, he does have um, what is it? Uh, isn't it energy projection or energy manipulation as well? He does um, have that to his favor. I think that I, I think it's thing. sonic manipulation. Yeah. 
Um, and that's that's when he's wearing like the tuning fork in his head thing. That's from his suit, I believe. Yeah, no, that's true. Because when he does use that power, he's using it from because like he doesn't naturally have flight either. The flight comes from the his suit. Gliders. Yeah, yeah. Um, similar to Banshee in that regard. Exactly. Um, but he, he screams the ground to fly. Well, he doesn't have to actually scream. scream. I, I know, he, but he, I'm just I'm thinking of the movie, which I always thought was hilarious. He, he whispers like, at the ground. Ah! He's just whispering at the ground. <laughs> and it fucking propels him forward. Yeah. Um, but the the other thing is, is it's they, they haven't really showcased a lot of what he's supposed to be because he's supposed to be okay. He got beat up by the cops a little bit, but he he sold the blows. Like yeah, Black Bolt's not supposed to feel that at all. Like yeah, he's, he's been terrible. hit. He's, he's been terrible. hit by Thor and just kind of shrugged it off. Yeah, Thanos beating his ass and he was still alive. Yeah, which is not a you no know, feat many can say. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure if Hawkeye got punched by Thanos, there would just be, be a smear, pink mist, <laughs> hawk dust, <laughs> hawk dust. Um, it's that classic mist of. Yeah. Well, you know. on on the other end of the spectrum, we have Gifted, which was a much brighter showcase. Gifted, I and thought they, was they did. Okay, good. okay. I, I just have to. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I did not do my homework. I, know, I don't do my homework in high school. I, I don't do my homework now. Like I didn't get a chance to actually get around to watching. Yeah, Captain Procrastination. First day on the job, and you didn't do the shit you're supposed to. Good job. Hey, hey, hey. I applaud that. I'm going to be the one who's going to be editing and throwing this thing up. I'm the one who did a lot of the setup for social media. I don't want to hear it. All right, so important. All right, Captain <laughs> on Nick. No. But yes, no, Gifted, Gifted I thought had, I'm not going to say it was... Amazing, but it was good. It had a really good start off. It in it uh, also it also played into the fan base a lot better because here was the thing: like as somebody who really does enjoy the mutants, I think uh, it, like the X Men, the X Force, the X Factor. This show is going to be a redeeming concept for mutants and the X Men and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what the, the one, show is going. The to one be. thing that I thought was great about the show is through the entire show, I was playing guess the mutant like. You you see you see certain characters and they give you names because they don't necessarily match what you would think. Like Polaris, they had to name drop because I would have never figured that was Polaris. No, um, and not just because you know Marvel and their race changing no, cup it, games it, that it, they do. I think the only one that was blatant right off the back was Blink. Uh, I Warpath, but, but that's the thing. Like coming he's, from he's, he's coming from Vager. Yeah. yeah, coming from like knowing X Factor, X Force, and all that stuff. Like Warpath is obvious because he's Warpath. Yeah. Like words. <laughs> Insert word. Yeah. Good job. Um, Good job. Trying to participate. You, you had Blink, who, who became obvious once her powers were shown. Um, the guy who I'm going to refer to as Sunfire. I'm not 100 percent sure if he is Sunfire. However, I think it is Sunfire because I think that would be a good way of showcasing his powers. But Sunfire wasn't really light projection as much more like, like pyro. Slam on. <laughs> but he could actually, you know, create I, fire. I, I have to say this, though. The one thing that I wasn't really a fan about this show... Is it that has, huh? well, No, not even... Like, whatever. Are um, that what those mini-bots were? The I, mini I, yeah, those were mini like I guess. hunter Fighter sentinels. That's kind of what I figured what they were. So, real quick, uh, what is the timeline of this in regards to the um, movies? Or is it completely okay, disconnected is, from movies? I think this is going to be completely disconnected from movies, but it's going to build into Dude. this post 
uh, X Men and Brotherhood universe that I think they're going to try to build into. Right. So because that, they specifically mention in the show that the, the, the Brotherhood, Brotherhood and, and the X Men existed, but then they've kind of disappeared. Yeah. So you have in the the terms of the movies where it's just like shit's gone down, and then everyone's kind of going into hiding, and the X Men really don't exist, and the Brotherhood's basically like, uh, where the fuck are we? So kind of around. Like so I'm Logan. thinking Asteroid Ed might come into play with this. That would be freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and it would also explain where all the other mutants have gone. That are like Geonosha. Yeah, or Geonosha, or even um, what was the what was the new place in Utopia? Utopia, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think they have. Is that in Utopia. Mexico? Um, Utopia. No, Utopia no, no, no. is an island. Yeah, that was off. Oh, of, that's okay. off the coast of California. I'm thinking yeah. of the one that they went to after. Um, you mean Logan? Haven. No. Oh, I think it was Haven. Was it Haven? The one because it, it's Cyclops and all the mutants over there. Like citation have... needed. Let yeah. us know in the comments below. <laughs> that, that's the one thing. Like as much as I try to follow the X Men and other X's, um, it, it gets that sometimes the there's name drops are the a, same thing over and over and over again. There's a lot of locations thing. to remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it, no, what what kind of irked me about the show is if you followed it kind of closely, or you could draw comparisons to the early parts of season one Heroes. Okay, cheerleader, powers, family. Well, like, what, was she a cheerleader? No, she wasn't. But I'm saying, like, kind of popular Save girl. The cheerleader. Uh, it, well, okay, but but I mean, the 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 the, the, the daughter in this, uh, you know, definitely a lot more experienced. Uh, definitely, you know, kind of more helpful than just what falling is, into. What, it. Who is that actress? Because she looks really familiar. Like, I think she was in. I all IMDb it. I guess. Yeah, name <laughs> dropping the IMDb exactly, but it, but that's the thing though. There there were definitely some some qualities in it that I could spot from heroes. I'm talking about like the family aspect. The, yeah, uh, I mean, and that girl even looks a little bit like Hayden Benatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like the father having these ties to uh, you know the government government agencies. I know he's a lawyer, but still, like it has these aspects he, of heroes. that just makes him evil by default. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this it's kind of like, hey, I'm an asshole because I'm a lawyer and I you know deal with these suits against mutants but my kids are mutants so guess what i want to save them so i'm gonna go against everything like that i used to do oh yeah you know how convenient that he go ahead and has a crisis morality when it involves his children uh, yeah i mean but it, it's you know oh damn it i know why i recognize her what? she was in gotham Oh, oh, that fail oh, show. Oh, no, oh, no. That oh, no. fail show. Okay. Hey, you know what? Uh, Wait, this is our Marvel talk. Yeah, 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 let's yeah, yeah, let's yeah. leave DC alone Which for we don't usually do themes like this, but I, there's just so much for Marvel we kind of just... This week, especially with the fact that, like, we had... Inhumans drop, gifted In, drop. Yeah. Uh, Star we got Legacy. All the, we got, we Star got Legacy. All the Legacy. We Ragnarok had, is right around the corner. On my birthday! Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing I don't think any of us have anything good to say about. No, that's going to be complete. Like, and that's, it's funny because we're starting to sound we're just starting to sound like a bunch of marks. Yeah. For yeah. wrestling terms, sorry for throwing that out there, but yeah. basically people that just have nothing. No, at this point, I think we're all heels. Yeah. <laughs> it looked. 
pretty? <laughs> no, it looked like garbage. It looked like hot garbage. I don't know. But, I, I so, like some of the shading in the game, but... Marvel vs. Capcom yeah. in it? No, the, the character models were completely kind of weird. The voice acting was off. I'm not saying the shit story, about the voice The storyline was all over the place. And the fact that you had like a giant symbiote hound... Don't get me started. Like, anything involving symbiotes, the Clint's are. That's where, you know, that's gonna... That's an easy way to push some buttons for me. Wah, wah, wah. And uh, it's the, the smallest roster that a Marvel vs. Capcom game has had... So far. But they still got Mega Man. Yeah, well, you have to have Mega Man. It's Capcom. And I'm, I'm happy for some of the picks. Like, I'm happy to see Frank West back in it. Because Frank West is, is a fan favorite for Capcom and just for me personally. So that was cool. But then, like, the, the roster... You're a zombie fanboy. The roster, the roster picks, some of them were just really... <laughs> shit were just, You're a horrible person. Horrible. horrible person. <laughs> but some of the roster picks were just kind of weird. And, like, even watching, like, Maximilian and just some other people, they all kind of agreed that this was just kind of all over the place. And then they also went back to the 2v2 instead of having, you know, the 3v3. There's just, there was not many aspects that were redeemable about it. Right, hold on, I gotta jump back and clarify something though. In, in, in the, in the war, we, we all have to choose a side. Zombies, pirates, ninjas, war, uh, robots. I'm a survivor. No, you, you have to pick a fucking side. It doesn't work that way. But regards to Tell us which side you're on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but in regards to Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite 2, and it's, it's hilarious, too, to see, like, the, the YouTube videos is pointing this out as well, is some of the character models are just on point. Like, the, the Monster Hunter uh, woman that they went with, the design of her was just, oh my god. Then you look at Morgan, and her face is all jacked up. Or even worse, Dante looks, uh, I, I don't they even think with, They went with the new DMC Dante. No, they the... didn't. They went with the classic DMC Dante, but the problem is his face is all jacked up. He kind of just looks, uh... Sloth. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll go with that. That's, that is, that's the term that we will use. <laughs> Sloth. But, uh, like, just, hey, you uh, guys! <laughs> so some of the character models are just like, I don't know, I, I really feel like this, it feels like it was kind of just rushed out. They were kind of just like, with everything else Marvel going on, like, we gotta get something out there. Especially because if they were to postpone it any further, they would get absolutely destroyed by Dragon Ball Fighters. That game looks amazing. amazing. We'll touch, I, we'll touch I, on that on the I, 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 I'm still, I'm still needing to get my hands on Gundam Versus, and I can't talk about that now. No, well, there'll, there'll definitely be times for this. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah. definitely be going over it. Uh, but speaking about the comics, I mean, because everything seems to be kind of coinciding with one another. It seems just like the perfect time for a lot of well, things. I mean, we, we just now finally got Marvel, Marvel is on there. We are so focused on phase three now that I think everything is building towards it. The comics, the, the, all the shows, all, all the other releases that are kind of coinciding with everything else. I think phase three is their main focus now. You have Thor Ragnarok, which looks like it's going to be an awesome opener for Phase Three. Like, uh, and, uh, like this is the first time that I think we are all hyped about a Thor movie. No, absolutely, Me, absolutely, uh, agree, agree. That uh, this is by far by trailer and what we've seen for teasers and all the happy horse stuff. <laughs> we 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 are literally. I think this is going to be a good Thor movie. Well, this is my question to you. So since we're going based off of just the trailers alone and we haven't seen the movie yet, although we're all more than sure it's going to be a great Thor film, is part of the reason why we think it's so great is because it heavily kind of plays off of the Guardians of the Galaxy feel for this trailer. For me, I think that's definitely a, a tipping it, point. Like it, I think that's it, good. It does help. I, I think that the fact that they're 
one, going a more comedic route definitely helps the film to a broad, broader audience, especially with the fact that the last one was such, like, a media... Like, so, 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 media so, grim, so grimdark. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, but if we're judging off of how it's gone, like, I think that the first movie was really flat. The second movie had better action, definitely was dark, but I don't mind the dark tones every once in a while. This, I agree. The comedy, the comedy is going to help, and it does. It bridges that gap, not just in how it translates to other movies, but also because of the fact that Thor is now going to be that connection to Guardians. Yeah, and, lining and, up for the later parts of. Well, he's the also phase. he's also going to be the connection to um, Doctor Strange. So we're going to have the like cosmic entity characters all centralized in one in one focus. Because yeah, you got the cosmic meeting, the mystic meeting, just. Everything else. Yeah. Um, especially because, remember, magic is just science. As you don't understand yet. Oh, God. That expression. Um, That's almost as bad as like, middle-chlorians. Yeah, don't <laughs> talk about that. Smack you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was, that's, that's the worst. That's yeah. the absolute worst. Um, but, yes, the build towards Phase 3 looks really good. And the thing is, is I think that the comic aspect of Phase 3 is going to be on par with where we're going with the movies. Like I think the phase 3 for the phase 3 attitude for the comics is is building towards a lot of really good things. Well, yeah, but, but, in part, I don't think there's going to be a lot of hum, uh, humor in Infinity War. No. I, I'm sorry, that's going to be No, that's going to be dark and That is going to awesome. be dark. That's why gritty they're, 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 they're getting, building they're the getting, comedy out yeah, of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. Get your they're getting, out they're getting all the humor out there while they can. You're, this is going to be intense. You're going to be fighting from yeah. one side or the other. You're gonna, there's going to be possibly some crying. So who, 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 do, who do we think is going to betray the group? Groot. Groot. Groot's not a sellout. Groot is no, going to sigh. The reason why he'll do it is because he's a rebellious team. Exactly. <laughs> he wants to be that his badass. And he's just like, nah, dad. I'm totally going with Thanos. Thanos understands me. <laughs> uh, but I, I, like the, I like the fact that we're getting bits and pieces of just other comic storylines in Ragnarok, such as, well, the title itself, Ragnarok. Yeah. We have uh, kind of a weird kind of Planet Hulk thing kind of going on, too, which is, leads to, like, probably one of the most well-received, like, trailer scenes. It's like, any incredible Hulk? Smashes through, he's like, oh, and then you just see, like, Thor. Yeah! He's <laughs> like, I know him from work! From work! Yeah. It's like, you're just like, and then Loki's just like, oh. Fuck me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that whole... F- you almost want to see... Jeff Goldblum's that- face in that <laughs> moment is just frightening. No, but Loki, the crowd Loki, too. Just- Loki, you can almost directly see into his mannerism about him, just the Hulk. <laughs> boom, 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 boom! Beauty God. Like, he's just <laughs> he living having, that memory he's again. He's PTSD flashbacks <laughs> of that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't show it in the movie, you could literally see it going through his face. <laughs> and there's some of the other things, too, like, uh, I... I the, the picks for some of the characters like Valkyrie I think they did a, a good job picking her yeah, no. Hella yeah, yeah no oh, Hella oh yeah she, the, she's she's killing it as Hella I which think um she, looks what was she, she, was she Gladriel I forget who she was in uh, I forgot the, her, her name in Lord of the Rings 
Okay, so anyways, uh, she was the the. the I thought you were going off of like Constantine. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because there's the whole the whole joke that is going around, which I thought was hilarious, is like you look at you look at her in her role of Lord of the Rings, and it's like listen to Slayer one time, and then it shows Hella. (laughs) (laughs) The effects of metal. No, it's that uh, one does not go uh, willy-nilly into uh, Mordor. <laughs> but speaking of, in I guess we're cutting through, where this is complete contrast to Inhumans, the soundtrack via the trailers for oh, Ragnarok. Well, okay, you have, this is the one beautiful thing about, about Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> you, have that, you have that super, like, 80s vibe. And they're not trying to they're, auto-tune it and turn it oh, into some no. trance remix. It, 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 it's it's like you know the the per, the people who chose the music for Guardians were like yeah we're doing this you know it, it is they continue. I, I actually music. think it, it is the same yeah, person. Oh yeah, because he the person who did that whoever it is I I can't tell you but they did it great for Guardians Guardians two eh, I wasn't the biggest on the soundtrack but it was great for mm. for that movie and the trailers that they're lining up with this if it carries actually into the movie just like that the soundtrack's gonna be amazing too yeah you know what but they 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 could do the one thing that friggin' killed me with the first Iron Man movie you hear Iron Man. Play once, and it's, it's for like four seconds, and it's like the end of the film, and then it plays in the credits. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you hear the full song in the credits. But I, I think damn it, man! It's I am Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get more on the nose than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, in regards to Thor Ragnarok, it's definitely something we're going to see. We we'll probably will even do maybe a separate review, or it might be in the. Uh, I do have to say this one thing because it, it killed. There, there was one other movie that killed me with that, and this is, has nothing to do with comics. But there was a movie uh, a while back called Take Me Home Tonight that never actually played that fucking song through the entire soundtrack, and it <laughs> pissed me off because it was like I love that song. Well, did, they, did, they, did they at least say the title, the name, in the movie? That's always important. I don't think so. Well, that's just double blasphemy. <laughs> if you don't say the title, what's the point? I don't know. And roll credits. <laughs> it's like, I need to be Superman for the quest for peace. <laughs> Thank you, Family Guy. I'm not a big fan of Family Guy these days, but that, that was definitely a, that was a, a good one. High point. Yes. Yeah. High point in the low point. Um, Pretty much. But into the comics. So we're talking about Phase 3 and how Marvel's tying everything in together. Uh, well, it's not so much that they're tying things in together, but it is the fact that they're, like, I mean, running that's, things together. That's, that what, that's what I meant. I didn't mean, like, we're seeing building a solid continuity. They're yeah. building a solid continuity instead of it being so scattered. Do you think it? Or do you think that it's still kind of that scattered aspect? I, I think that there's a lot of things that are still kind of scatter space, mainly mainly in the break between the comics and the movies. They're just but playing, they all have an end point in mind. Yeah, just, they yeah, do yeah, have an end point in mind. They're, they're all, playing like, off the, one another, the, but not necessarily exactly. crossing the movie, over. The movies are running one parallel, and the comics are running another, and I think the comics are going for... And this is the thing, they can do this in the comics because it doesn't involve live-action people, and they, they can go the grander scale in the comics. It just seems like they're some, using some similar scenes. Like, for instance, we're talking about, like... Thanos, Marvel's going heavy on Thanos when it comes to everything. Yeah, like, I, uh, I'm loving that. I'm so, loving that. I've, I've I don't think any of us I've been a big fan for Thanos for a long time. You know what I mean? I, I think that's great that they're going with that. My only issue is I still feel like, uh, one, I don't like the fact that they're the children of Thanos. I don't like that terminology. I like Black Order. It's not really his kids. Like, kids... 
totally different. Well, it's weird because totally in a different. lot of promotional things, they are calling them the Black Order. Yeah, but they're also referring to them as the children of Thanos. Oh, so. Well, I thought they were only referring to the children of Thanos with um, Gamora and Thane. Well, we don't see Thane yet, but... Well, you, uh, What's her name? I, Nebula. 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 I'm like Nimbia. <laughs> no, no, but they, they refer, they, they refer to, but then they also were putting, um, it, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that in some of the trailers and some of the ex, uh, excerpts of how they were talking about the trailer for Thanos in, in, uh, Infinity War, they were referring to the Black Order as the children of Thanos. Okay. Okay. But they're no. still missing a member of the Black Order anyways. Yeah, we, 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 we still haven't seen Supergiant. At least not that we, like, in the, the lead-up trailer or the teaser or whatever Or you the models. They put, they put all the models out there for mm. one of the cons. Didn't have it. They didn't have Supergiant at all. Supergiant you know was not he, deemed to be he, cool gonna, he's gonna He's going to die in Doctor Strange 2. She. 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 Sorry. You're thinking uh, that you're thinking I, of I'm thinking size. of the, yeah, you're I'm thinking thinking of the, the size act. thing again. It, yeah. it, no, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. Uh, White Dwarf or Black Dwarf? White Dwarf. Oh, Black Dwarf? Yeah, Black Dwarf. Dwarf. Yeah, he's the Hulk character. Which is yeah. why it's layered, because he's Black Dwarf and he's tiny, and you have Supergiant, yeah. she's kind of not that big. Yeah. No, but she's mindy. Yeah, no, that's, that's where you know, she'll, she'll, she'll you'll mess you up. I, I literally think the first time, I think literally the first time this characters were introduced, it was a misprint in the comics, and he was they supposed just, to they be just ran super with it. giant, she was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, right. Was like, and they're just like, no, nah, fuck it, we misprinted one time. It's set in stone. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. It was set in print. That, and print is the word. Yes, print is the word. Yeah. <laughs> but, in, indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm psyched for Infinity War. I, I'm, I'm hoping for a lot. And yes, they are kind of, they're making sure that those plot points for, in, not just in the comic, but in the movies are kind of running through that. I think that helps because of the fact that since Disney has taken over and is overseeing Marvel, that, that they themselves have dictated, listen, we need a direction. Let's, let's build this in well, a direction. How, how much, how much do you, do you actually think of it as Disney taking actual creative reins or them just kind of letting Marvel run their ship as they were beforehand? Because that's the one thing that I've, I've viewed since the buyout is they have really just kind of let Marvel do Marvel and they've only kind of overseen on some of the things like the video game tie-ins and now with their purchase of the Star Wars franchise, it's kind of that whole, like, we want to pump money into these franchises. So they're kind of going that route where they're just kind of throwing money at whatever succeeds is what they continue to go with. Well, the reason why I'm saying that I think Disney, I don't think Disney is fully controlling them in their creative rights. I think that they're still saying, hey, Marvel, you've done a great job so far and for years, but you've had your slip-ups. That's the reason why everyone owned a different piece of Marvel and why the movies came out. Well, and that's why we don't talk about those movies back in the day where Captain America was in a wool suit. (laughs) Or David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying I, I still think that... Uh, in a sense, Disney goes in there, cracks the whip, and says, listen, guys, focus. You know what I mean? And kind of smacks them on the forehead and goes, hey, no, no, but now with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the Hoff is back in the Marvel Universe. The Beyonder. <laughs> <laughs> the <Yeah>. Beyonder. <laughs> yeah? Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think we'll see 
Hoff Beyonder in something like I, that that's how it's gonna thing. end is like Beyonder just comes in Hoff and is just like eating a hamburger and then he's like stop something <laughs> <laughs> right the Deus Ex Machina that we all deserve yeah <laughs> but, but the, the problem is yeah. is that you know they have to they have to get the rights for the X-Men back at least so they can use Dazzler so ba- the Beyonder has somebody that he can be like hey baby <laughs> I'm That's sure, just question the comments. I, I know, I'm, but I'm sure they could figure something out. They they they've played around with stories and aspects of things. It's, this is Marvel we're talking about. They'll make it happen. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that you know Infinity War is going to have such a huge cast, anyways, yeah. uh, like massive cast. That who who do we even know everyone that's supposed to be in that movie? Well, or at least in the the set. My thing is, do we even? I haven't even looked this up, but do we know who's playing Captain Marvel? Or Miss Marvel? Oh uh, yes, they yes. did announce her, but because they, I, 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 they actually... is it is it not Charlize Theron? Because if it's, it's not, not Charlize not, Theron, it's it still hurts not. my soul. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Oh man, that's gonna kill me because they just recently uh, announced her. They did that. It was at New York Comic Con, which we're not currently at. Yeah, I know. But maybe next year we'll yeah. see. We'll see. But <laughs> they're supposed to be doing something. I think they're immediately supposed to do a story for Captain Marvel, and she is going to be taking care of the whole scroll stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's how they're going to introduce her. And that's her also, gonna be that's also where we're going to see a, a young Nick Fury as well. Yeah. Probably explaining how he Because that. I think there's supposed to be a before and after. Yeah, because this is supposed to take place in the 80s or 90s. Um, the, the, I think it's the 90s. I don't know the exact timeline, but I think I know there's supposed to be an early stage, and this is why she's gone and she's not around for a lot of the stuff that happened in the previous movies like that's their explanation for it well she was off she's, in space fighting scrolls pretty much yeah she she is one of the cosmic superheroes she, she is, is she isn't like Kree. she's Cree. <laughs> so genetically she is Cree. genetically genetically she is Cree. she is which then eternal Cree. which then rogue also became partially Cree on a genetic level in the comics mm. Uh, no, no, no. No, in the comics, it's canon. She is genetically partially Kree after. <laughs> she her. siphons the power, not don't, their DNA. What the? That, that, that's what they went with. Remember, Marvel is getting rid of mutants. Oh wait, that's right. There you go. Yeah, getting rid of mutants, and that's that's what they're going with. They're they're turning everyone into aliens and inhumans. In regards to the comics, I'm I'm excited for, for Legacy. I mean, the lead up. Say what you will. We're not going to go into depth. About uh, Secret Empire. Well, this is where this is where me and John have fallen off. We haven't actually read up into Legacy yet. I'm kind of trying to piece things together. My thing is, is I'm so focused on what I think is going to happen in the future with Thanos and with. So, so I'll touch on some mm. of those aspects then. So, Infin- the new Infinity Gems and all. Yeah. That so what they're, what they're kind of doing is with Legacy, the lead up is you have the the aftermath of the Secret Empire. Uh, it's actually worth the read, believe it or not. And trust me, I'm a huge Captain America fan, and I would even say that despite the whole nonsense with the Hydra cap and whatever, they do a pretty good explanation as to why that all went down, and it is wrapped up very nicely. Because it also leads into Generations. So, not spoiling what happens at the end of Secret Empire, Kobik, as a gift for basically saving her and putting the Cosmic Cube back together, bamps several different young heroes into different points of timelines so that way because they're all still in, young in, in, and trying to yeah. out in the grand scheme it things. essentially lets them meet their mentors at their so that way they can learn from the past but then also move forward as their own superheroes and I thought that was very well received I am however a little bit upset about the fact that I was t- 
talking so much crap about how, oh yeah, yeah, Falcon's gonna say Captain America. See, I told you they stick with it. I told you stick with it. It's gonna be great. And then the first thing they do in at the end of Generations is he hands back the shield to Steve Rogers. And again, huge fan of Steve Rogers. He's like my second favorite Marvel character as, as Captain America. But I wanted Sam Wilson to stay Captain changing America. Changing of the guards, which I, I think the changing of the guard in a sense would have been great because Falcon Cap was really, I, I, I really liked Falcon Cap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I thought the, the, the look of him, I thought how he played in the comics leading up to points were really good. That's so. why with Generations, at least, they did a, a very understandable uh, reason as to why he would pass it back. So with the aftermath of Secret Empire, again, not dwell, dwelling too much on it or going into too many heavy spoilers, is what happens with Cap Hydra irreparably damages the image and how people view Steve Rogers, the actual Captain America. So he's now basically fighting to get that image back. He's dealing with a lot of self-doubt. And when Sam Wilson goes back in the past of Generations, everybody in Generations seems to be there for at longest a day. Sam Wilson lives out an entire lifetime in the Generation comic. From his current age to an old man to where he basically passes away. So he's there for World War II, fighting alongside Captain America when he just started out in that role. He goes through the civil rights movements. He basically lives through to see Captain America come back into this modern world. And even in an odd way, he actually sees himself as Captain America and as Falcon fighting alongside and being a little envious. He's kind of the outsider looking in. He, we get to see things from a more civilian perspective, which is great. But also shows that Captain America, Steve Rogers, is, is not infallible. And he does suffer with, from self-esteem issues and being able to be this image that everybody kind of... The, the pedestal that everybody kind of puts him on. And that's kind of what we get. That's the reason why Sam Wilson kind of gives back the shield. Because by the end of that Generations comic, he's like, you know what? I am my own man. This is a shadow that, you know, I don't think anybody can really stand in. And so I'm going to go back to being the Falcon. I'm going to go ahead and be my own man. Steve Rogers needs to continue to be that image and he needs to. He basically needs to cowboy up and get back into what he was. Ah, he Tim Drake did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no DC. DC, yeah, I know. But, but I, I, they gave a good reason as to why, and so I'm not as upset about it as I would be. But that's kind of what leads into generation. So now we have everybody back in the fold. It's supposed to be ushering in a a new age because Marvel's going to try their best not to shoot out event after event after event after event because that was the, a huge the problem only, with that. The burnout. only the only one of generations that felt like I don't want to say flat, but it felt more like it was just kind of reiterating what already happened was Thor because Jane Foster and unworthy Thor were together. Fighting through Mighty Thor comics together a few times. Yeah. So it's not like she, and she also was with him prior to him losing the mantle of Thor. So she kind of has that regard of him. And she also has known Thor for a while, even beforehand. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, I don't know who you are. I just know of you from your reputation. No, she actually knows Thor. Yeah. On and, a personal and level. And at, and that, at the point that they're at in the Unworthy Thor comics, her going back in generations and spending time with him to learn the powers more doesn't even really make sense because she's already had time to adapt to the powers. Yes. She's still not as good with them as he is in... in whoa, whoa. But First off, never, Thor's never really been good with his powers anyways. Thor's... The writers have never been good with Thor's <laughs> powers. He's, he's a, Don't... 
He's just good at slamming it around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, does Thor really have power? Is it all other, like, you know, his hammer. His hammer is technically a better character okay. than Thor is. Meow meow is the shit. Thor is kind of, you know, this, I, this I, guy I, who wields it. I do, <laughs> I, I do love Mjolnir, and I love Beta Ray Bill, and I love everybody who's ever held the hammer in some regard or another. Besides Thor himself. Uh, no, I like Thor. I oh, do I'm like sorry. Thor. I'm sorry. But here's there's, the thing. There's the divide. <laughs> there's the divide. And this is, where we're gonna, this is what I'm going to come to in Ragnarok. And you guys, but Thor has his own power. Thor, it, it, like, he doesn't need Mjolnir in, in, in a lot of regards. And in, in, in Unworthy Thor, he loses the, like, he gladiators that shit. He he loses his confidence, and that's what makes him become unworthy Thor. Yeah. And it it doesn't just take away the the hammer, but it he doesn't have the confidence to use his lightning powers either. He just becomes the general Asgardian super strength, super durability. It's kind of like Spider Man. We kind of well in the movies at least, where he kind of lost. Yeah, we don't talk about those. Right, Spider Man Two was probably the only good one. Out of the only two they made. Yes, I said the only two because they never made a third one. <laughs> You're just no, mad they messed up Venom. <laughs> More than just that, but yes, that is that is a key point as to you why. You love to turn a blind eye to these things. <laughs> awful. awful. <laughs> you uh, not so... be the watcher of this. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so they're gonna watch that Sony Carnage film? Uh, you mean Venom, Venom film? Venom. And actually, I might. So I guess to kind of touch on that, we do have Tom Hardy playing Venom, which is not a pick I would ever think. But looking back on it, he actually I could definitely see him in the role of Tom Hardy can do anything, and to me, not be the wrong guy for the role at this <laughs> point. <is> true. <laughs> like he played Bane, I know, and that was something I was like, really? What? But and that, then that was he still, sold that it shit. Isn't, it isn't the still true? not a great character? But yes, he did sell it. I mean, didn't he, like, put a cup in his mouth to get the- <laughs> I don't know. It's always with, like, that, that kind of, like, British accent, too. Just, it's oh my God. so weird for Bane, but... But he, he, he is... You he... merely adopted the light. <laughs> or the darkness. Yeah, the the darkness. <laughs> I was, was, I was born in it. More than by it. I didn't see the light until I was already in there. Little Popo like right you couldn't even there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mr. Popo right there. I'm telling you. That was, I think oh, maybe that's now, where he grew, I'm gonna, grew inspiration I'm from. Gonna, I'm like, going to get slapped by a cease and desist by four stars. Yeah, now. right? <laughs> All I know is that when he, when he, you know, Tom Hardy was looking for inspiration for the voice of Bane, he's just like, who am I going to get... Who am I going to, like... Who's a dark enough who's, soul? Exactly, who's a dark enough soul to have this? And she's like, Mr. Popo. <laughs> so, but uh, to Tom Hardy and the Ven- uh, Venom story, so a lot of people are like, oh, he can't do Venom about Spider-Man, and that's not true. Because, yes, from the comic standpoint, the whole reason why we have Venom is Venom because out? of Battle World and the fact that that's where he got the symbiote suit because he thought it was just a machine that would give him a new suit. Yeah, screw it. We're going with the 90s cartoon route. He gets it from J. Exactly. J. Jonah yes, yes. That's, that's, how they, that's how they can <laughs> do it. J. Jonah Jameson. That's exactly how Junior. they can do it. So they, they, the whole in space, he brings the symbiote back with him back to Earth, and that's how Spider-Man get it, gets it. They can just cut that out. Instead of Spider-Man getting it, they can just go straight to Eddie Brock. So do you think we're gonna have a? Do you think we're gonna have a J. Jonah Jameson in the? Sh- in the, in the, in the I movie? hope so. <laughs> I hope so. And because of the fact that it's Sony, they can go ahead and get. Oh my God, he's such a wonderful actor, and he's the best uh, J. J. Jameson. Um, I hope they get him to be it again. 
the oh the guy the Tobey the Toby Maguire yeah, yeah, yeah. movies get him back oh, in it just to reprise that, that role the look alone and it just was like on point oh, and the voice oh the voice God. he was perfect. he was absolutely perfect um and he's got one of those names that's like letters and then a name uh but yeah, back to back to the original point with um legacy so they, there's some cool things that kind of led up to legacy like you Thanos I know you're happy about it Thane has the Phoenix Force Thanos. Got his powers back, his, his immortality, his badassery. They went straight up Dragon Ball Z in one of the fights to where Thanos just went ahead and like super punched Thane, Phoenix Force Thane, through a planet and then the planet exploded. When power scaling can't really be measured, measure it in Dragon Ball, Ball Z. Z. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exactly what they did though. And then they teased, at least with the cover of the next issue, which isn't out yet, Thanos holding the Phoenix Force. Whether that means he's going to get it or not is the, all I know. All I know. I'm speculating that we're going to end up with a Phoenix Force Thanos, and it's Game going over. to Game destroy over. the Marvel Universe all Game over again. I, I was going to say, listen, the guy has had Thanos has had the Gauntlet. He has the heart of the universe. Okay, he has the Cosmic Cube. If he gets the Phoenix Force, like the only other thing he can get is Captain Universe, which. I don't think will ever happen unless it's a specific mission of hey balance this for death. He's like Wait, he's like fuck. The, <laughs> he's like the he grand champion <laughs> in terms of wrestling terms of the Marvel universe. He's held all the titles. Yeah, he's held he's all, held the, all the titles. He's, he's been heavyweight champion and intercontinental champion and the U.S. champion, champion. and tag champion <laughs> by himself. By himself, <laughs> both titles. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but I think I like the only other thing that he could do is like start having like Molecule Man in a jar, <laughs> which Molecule like, Man is still the one holding the entire Marvel universe together after yeah, the events of yeah. Battle Worlds, yeah. and with uh, with the assistance of Franklin Richards, of course. Yeah. Uh, so but Molecule Man that powerful? I mean, so we already have the Thanos thing on the side because yeah. that's also going to tie what's going on in Legacy. Because now you also have the resurgence of the Celestials, which we see in Royals with the, the yeah. humans, so the royal family, and what's going on with that. And even it's mentioned in Black Bolt. So they're also heavily implying the storylines going to revolve around well, the Celestials. Because I, I think they're going to bring... I'm not necessarily sure if they're going to bring back Beyonder, or if they're going to tie in other cosmic entities similar to Beyonder. Go what if and bring in the in-betweener. <laughs> and then, but, then the sometimer. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, meh. <laughs> but the the cosmic entities are coming back. You have the celestials coming back. You have the the infinity gems coming back in due regard. And I I think yeah. they're going. I think they're going to be passing those around and not consolidating them into one. It's like, not gonna I don't think the, we're going to see an infinity gauntlet. Yeah, no, I don't think. Well, I think we will, but I just don't think it'll be. Well, if we do, it's going to be on like Adam but Warlock that, that, or because they're bringing back. They're bringing back Adam Warlock. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Then they're totally going to that point where they're, like I said before, they're trying to get to this point where it, again, haven't read everything, haven't been up to date on everything, but from what it is, it sounds like they're trying to get to these points where it's kind of bringing back a lot of the classic well, that's, stories. That's actually kind of the whole point of what Legacy is. That's the, the name by definition. You're getting yeah. to get some of the old, some of that nostalgia, but it's also going to be paving the way for something new. It's very similar to what DC is doing with Rebirth, where they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're trying to refamiliarize you with the old storyline since New 52 kind of but still rebuilt, introduce the but also stories. introduce some of the New 52 stuff and kind of keep going with where certain New 52 exactly. stories are. We like all major know arcs existed that Marvel and DC go. just love to copy off one another. Well, they're, they're they're not com- they're not competition to each other. They 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 not don't anymore. view each other. They, they never really view each other as competition. Not since not since like 
We're talking about like the golden age. Golden age, maybe, but even then, it was it was more of a like it, symbiotic rivalry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it was definitely more. I will use your favorite word. Ah, symbiote. Uh, but it was it was more of like a rivalry to just like Goku and Vegeta. Here we go, Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. each one of them made the other one stronger. They always copy off of each other. They always think that you know. Next time I get the god power, because you got it this time. Yeah, basically. But like I said, back to the celestial. So what's interesting though is we got to see of god powers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with the celestials, there's also this interesting new thing about we see a, the prehistoric versions of like Iron Fist, uh, Black Panther. Uh, all Strange. I know is I see I like I when you say prehistoric I always think about these characters dressed as cavemen walking around with clubs. That's kind of that's kind of how they are. So you start so with like the doesn't change much. We don't see Moon We we have Star Brand. Moon Meringue. And, and Star Brand is like this giant behemoth Neanderthal. Yeah. And then even like Ghost Rider they went with a a, a woman Ghost Rider again and she's riding a mammoth as her mount. So hell mammoth. But it's so that you we get to see that past because now the people from the current time, like the current Iron Fist, the current Doctor Strange, is on. They're getting these visions because this was a apparently a universe altering event because it was not just a celestial, but the celestial was corrupted. But they don't know what corrupted it. So that's what kind of leads into these interesting things. Then we also see like the the Infinity Stones kind of come back. So there's the whole raid on the uh, Shield base to where Loki sent the Frost Giants to kind of retrieve a. Infinity Stone because you know Shield has such great security. Loki is Frost Giants. They never learn from any of their mistakes, and so like most of the Frost Giants get taken out by the new Avengers, which is Iron Hearts, Jane Foster, Thor, and um, Cat. Oh, I think at this point I, mean, I almost forgot. I have to go back to it. Either either he's Falcon or he's still Captain America Falcon, but they are the ones that basically kind of take care of things, and one of them slips away with the Infinity Stone. Or end of Finisio. You don't know which one it is yet. And then he says he's running off. He's like, yes, I've succeeded on my mission. He gets hit by a semi. And who's driving the semi truck? None other than Logan, back from the dead. And I was like, really? That's, that's what they decided they want to go with? But it kind of, again, I guess plays back into the whole playing off of nostalgia. So uh, how does that work exactly? Because wasn't he entombed in Adamantium? I don't remember how Logan, like, which, I know, which like... Which time he died? Yeah, yeah like, which, which one are you referring wait, wait, to? Yeah, wh- well, which one at this point is actual canon towards well, so the Old Man Logan storyline? And, and, and then, how do you get Old Man Logan if the Logan in the current universe... Well, that's, that's back when they... Because now what Marvel seems to be doing is they're not playing necessarily with alternate universes, like the Ultimate Universe and so on. They're now playing with timelines. Time yes, that's now what they're kind of doing. Because you had the Convergence. Convergence, well, there was their, their way of consolidating universes. Now you have timelines yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why, uh, but you just see the tomb broken, and then I think, I believe, if memory serves me correctly, it was Rogue that was standing over it. She's like, yeah, it was time for you to come back anyways. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. That's your explanation. But then it's funny, because then he, like, uh, the Ice Giant's like, I'm just going to eviscerate you, you lowly so, worm, and he but, just goes, shink. If that's the case from now on, Rogue now has the strength to break adamantium. That may have been the case. She might have just went, nope, it's time. Bam. She she somehow absorbed vibranium. That's that's what it comes down to. Well, does vibranium actually break adamantium? You know, are, are we going to have this? Are we going to have this mythical no, metal talk? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not the talk that it can break it. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but, but yeah. So then it, it, you see 
Logan. That's when you like, sure, you saw the blades already, and you can already tell, but no, then you full on see it's Logan. It's it's that Wolverine. He's back, and he's actually holding the Stone of uh, Time, and he's like, oh, you know, what what a pair we make, or some nonsense like that. That's kind of where they end up cutting it off. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, where do we think this is going? Because um, you said you wanted to talk about that. Well, my thing is this: you have Marvel kind of trying to do these these legacy storylines where they're they're kind of rehashing some old stuff, but they're also trying to lead into like new things that we haven't seen before, like uh, like we said, Phoenix Thanos. And to be honest, I think that because their lack of focus on the X Men and stuff, and now with the whole like the kid X Men that are there. They're going to return to their normal like timelines or whatever. We're rumored and we're hoping happens. Like consolidate this crap. Goddamn. Mainly because I'm tired of there being a Cyclops and a Jean Grey in the same Again. sphere of comics at this point. Their whole romantic relationship never made much sense to me. No. And Cyclops is just kind of a bitch. No, he's 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 an asshole of the highest degree. Only he's thing... he's a terrible human being. Yeah. The only good Cyclops is Phoenix Force Cyclops, and he, he got wrecked in Battle World. <sighs> Weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just smiling from that hate Cyclops. Um, <laughs> and here's the other thing: when are we gonna get Phoenix Force Hulk? Never, never, <laughs> never. never. Phoenix yeah. Force Spider Man. Never. Possibly. No, why? Because no he's reason. been Captain Universe. Why the hell not? Yeah, he's been around, but still. It, it, it's like anything. Spider-Man has got, gained more cosmic powers than almost everybody else in Marvel. Which is funny morning. because all of his villains are like street-level thugs. Well, that's because when he was doing the whole cosmic, you know, the the Captain Universe Spider-Man stuff, that was... He, he was fighting things bigger than him. So he, was, he had to. The, the, and remember, the power is bestowed his, upon him his, because of the need. The need his of, role in Avengers vs. X-Men is also by far one of the best, like, thing, like him fighting both Phoenix Force Colossus and Magic by turning them against each other, like classic Peter Parker was classic. And then the aftermath in the end, like when he actually still has to fight one of the remaining, and you just see him like in a bloody heap. Like I'm, I'm still alive, guys. I'm dead. <laughs> like Spider Man was so Is that the best you got. Yeah, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Like the fact that he does that in Avengers vs X Men really showcases the fact that Spider-Man is always one of those characters that is willing to go to the nth degree and take an ass beating nope. at all times. Great power, great responsibility, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. yeah, 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 pretty um, much. That's why the abuse will never come from him. Uh, Yeah. I guess that'll about do it for this first one. We don't want to burn you guys out or ourselves. We still got lots to talk about, especially some things we brought up to begin with. We'll save that for another time. So definitely be sure to subscribe to this channel. Follow us on Twitch, Facebook, Instagram. So that way you can keep up to date for the next time we do our next podcast. Or even just some of the random streams that we do throughout the week. And don't forget to throw us a thumbs up if you liked what you heard today. And by all means, don't forget, you can always leave comments at the bottom. Tell us what we did right, wrong, what you guys want to see in the future. Or even just go ahead and let us know as far as some of the topics that we discussed, some of your thoughts. Uh, also feel free to correct us because we've made mistakes we kind of need to know. <laughs> <laughs> and be sure to join us next time on Ready Comics Roll.